Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Manufacturing Matters brought to you by the Australian Manufacturing Association. My name is Steve Musico, and I'm your host uh, for today's episode. I'm super excited, a little bit different to what we would normally bring you. Uh, we have a, a supporter of, of the Australian Manufacturing Association joining me today, um, also going to be guest speaking at our uh, 5th of March event that's coming up. Um, but I would love to welcome and, and thank you for joining me, Peter Knight from uh, Selectricity. Thanks, Steve. Great to be here. So Selectricity, mate, um, I know it's a little bit different from uh, the typical guests we have on here, but uh, energy is a, a big talking point. It was a big talking point from our, our last event that we held in November. Um, so Selectricity, tell me tell me all about it. Tell me about yourself and, and your, your team. Yeah, okay. Um, so we're a pretty small consulting business. Um, we work with sort of large energy users, so both gas and electricity um, consumers who sort of use anywhere from, you know, $50,000, $100,000 per annum up to, you know, millions on electricity and gas. So heavy industry and, and, and you know, manufacturers tend to be the ones who are in that bracket. Um, and, and we've got, you know, a large percentage of our customer base in Victoria. Uh, so my background uh, was as an electrician and then became an electrical engineer. So I went back and studied for a little while, um, four years to be exact, um, and, and sort of started um, with a few consulting businesses um, across sort of waterboards and, and, and heavy industry and then um, moved to work for a um, electric sort of a, a startup uh, who was providing services to industrial customers so that they could leverage uh, their assets and their flexibility um, with load and bid it into the market um, so that they could get revenue from that for a range of different sort of wholesale and network programs. Um, from there, I went and worked at Energy Australia, where I met Kevin Needs, my business partner, and Lee Holmes, another colleague of ours. So it's sort of the three of us who are the customer-facing ones in the business. Um, Kev and Lee sort of have a background from large market accounts um, at Energy Australia. So they both worked there for 25, 30 years. So have sort of worked across trading um, through to regulatory and, and contracts um, sort of administration for, for some of the biggest energy users in the market. So they've got, um, I guess, the, the market background and, and my background's more on sort of the, the technical engineering side. So we, we, we cover a whole range of services um, to, to businesses. So predominantly um, what we provide in the first instance and, and throughout you know, our relationship with customers is is that energy brokering. So, you know, there's there's 10, 12 um, electricity retailers in, in I guess, the, the national electricity market, which covers the east coast of Australia. Um, we provide a whole lot of market insights and, and, and training for customers so that they can become familiar with, with contracting and, 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 I guess, give financial controllers and stakeholders tools they need to engage board members and, and, and articulate, you know, the upside and downside risks of taking contracts at certain times. Um, we have a huge network of relationships with the trading desks and sort of senior managers at the, at the retailers. Um, and we go through competitive tendering um, for, for these groups so they can find, the, I guess, the best electricity contracts at, you know, 
meaningful times for their business and, and from a market perspective so that the contracts are sort of, you know, best in market um, at any given time. From there, we provide sort of a whole range of further services. So um, when you look at a electricity bill, it's sort of made up of three major components. So sort of electricity wholesale rates, network rates, and then, you know, a whole bunch of other things like market charges and meter charges. Um, we look at ways that businesses can really improve, optimise and reduce charges on the bill, um, specifically addressing sort of those sorts of components. From there, um, yeah, I guess we, we, we look at how we can reduce those those costs. Um, we also look at ways they can participate in network and, and wholesale programs. So we've got a whole lot of aquaculture businesses, cold storage groups who, who provide network and, and wholesale services to the market and get paid for it, which is not a, it, it, you know, it, it's quite a mature area, um, but there's a lot of back and forth that's needed between the intermediary group who bids this this capacity into the market and the end customer so that, you know, the, the all of the operational requirements for sites are sort of being met. So we help sort of be the liaison between each group um, on these sorts of services and other general consulting work that we do, we sort of you know, electricity and gas is typically one of the first ones that the groups look at when they're offsetting. Um, you know, they might have different corporate messaging they're wanting to achieve or or having to achieve some sort of goal um, being pushed down from a, a supplier or someone who they're providing their, their services to. Um, so we'll go through the educational piece there. And then outside of that, there's a whole range of contract disputes, um, connection upgrades and negotiations with networks, OPEX forecasting for financial controllers and, and really sort of just giving customers feedback on what sort of implications changing usage and, and behaviour and increasing usage and efficiency measures will have on contracts and, and, and basically costs for, for their business. Yeah, wow, that's um, that's a lot. <laughs> there's, there's a lot in there. Uh, I was trying to yeah, you know, take note of it as I was going along, but <laughs> I guess um, you know, for, for for any one business, we'll probably only touch on a few of those points. Um, but yep. when you sort of encapsulate all the businesses that we work for, one, you know, that out of twenty manufacturers, we probably do sort of explore most of those points across that sort of group. So yeah. Yeah, but I think it's important because obviously getting getting a great price um, or great energy prices is one thing, right? So so making sure that you're you're as you're as efficient as you possibly can be from a financial point of view there is is important. Um, but as you sort of mentioned, uh, the the education uh, behind it um, and supporting uh, the, whether it's the business owner, the operations team, the financial controller, whoever it may be, um, to better understand uh, what it is that they're looking at. Um, different times of day, different rates, different um, peak usage times, so on and so forth. Um, not, it, it just simply means that they're, they're better educated and, and to a degree can potentially look for these rates themselves in the future too. Um, so they're, they're better equipped in which to do so. But I think for me what stands out is the, uh, the operational side of things because, it's again, it's all well and good to have the, the right price. But um, 
no doubt that that every manufacturing business uh, within Australia could certainly improve the way that they uh, optimize their their energy consumption and usage. Obviously, working in with um, day to day business and making sure it doesn't impact on operations and throughput and and getting work out the door because obviously they need to get the work out the door to be able to pay for the energy bill. Um, but um, yeah, it, I think I think that's that's that education is really crucial. And then also going into the financial levers and um, uh, forecasting and those sorts of things. It, it just, it's a whole holistic solution uh, outside of simply just getting the best rate, which I think is really important and, and important for everybody to, to consider too. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And there's, um, there's obviously been a, you know, a great deal of, of emphasis put on improving. Um, obviously, that's sort of on the back end of, of, you know, the energy crisis that sort of hit April 22 and, you know, maybe started a fraction earlier in the northern states. But, yeah, I guess that that was a major catalyst for, you know, a whole range of different changes that businesses are looking at and and just being more i guess um proactive with with um a whole range of different energy uh, assessments that can happen yeah cool now one thing that i'm not going to allow to slip through is is the fact that you're an electrician to start off with you're you're a man of my own heart there we come come <laughs> okay. from uh come from a similar background you know all complex yeah, right. three, okay. three colors um three colors unless you have the extension lead there's an additional one there and maybe three phase but um yeah it's an yep. interesting it's a it's an interesting journey that you've been on um but obviously allows you to to better understand um uh, I, I guess how it all operates and and the the, the functions um uh, within within the business itself yeah i think um you know it's probably a long way to become an electrical engineer starting off as a you know doing a four year sparky degree but it probably yeah. helps just explain to different groups within a business the same concept in different language which is probably the the, the yeah. best sort of outcome from that that whole experience yeah yeah no certainly not saying that i would know how to do what you do um it's obviously very very different but uh yeah it's just um yeah very interesting to see that there was that, that common ground there but um so so the businesses that you work with obviously you mentioned that manufacturing uh, is, is is key because um, especially with high high machinery um, uh, based requirements, there's obviously a significant amount of energy consumption associated with that. So, what what um, what what are the different types of manufacturers? And uh, obviously, your uh, I know you're based out in Queensland, but you've got a, a high number of uh, customers in in Victoria. So, I'm assuming you're also national. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So effectively, wherever there's um, a contestable market, uh, we we basically offer our services, and even even in some of the areas. So I guess from sort of the sunny coast up, um, it, it's all Ergon as the retailer, um, but we can still provide a whole range of services to those businesses um, within the Ergon patch. Just, um, but yeah, it, it's effectively New South Wales. Southeast Queensland, South Australia, Tassie, and and then Vic is sort of our main stomping ground. Yeah, cool. Okay, so because yeah. I think in our last the, the last event that we had, a lot of people were concerned with the the rising energy costs and how to uh, navigate that. But I think what was also uh, the biggest concern was the unknown um, as to what it's going to look like. Is it going to get worse? I mean, obviously, without going into too much detail uh, today, because um, we want to we want to save a little bit of that for our event in, yeah. in a month's time. Uh, what what are yep. some of the the trends that you're noticing and you're seeing? Yeah, I guess the good news is um, Kev's not here because he'd be <laughs> the one who'd probably present on this side of things. Um, yeah, 
but yeah, so if, you know, the trends that we're seeing is that customers who historically had very attractive load shapes because they were flat, um, you know, flat usage, 24 hour profiles, um, are no longer as attractive as they used to be. Um, so what we're seeing is that customers who complement, you know, renewable times of day that, you know, energy is being produced. So this is, you know, if you've got a customer with a 6 a.m. to 3 p.m. usage, that's something that becomes really attractive to retailers. There's, so this is just one example of the market changing really quickly um, and, and sort of, profiles and times of use changing and, and becoming less or more attractive to retailers. Now there's a whole range of sort of network components that are that are also um, becoming heavier. So the demand charges, which is sort of the highest period of usage in a given window, um, those charges are becoming heavier and the energy charges are becoming less. And that's that's giving customers a lot more opportunity to shape usage you know, sequence machinery, do a whole range of things with set points, with refrigeration in order to change their sort of cost outcome. So whilst one component of a bill's rising, um, there's opportunities to sort of drop another component and, and sort of, you know, manipulate usage and, and things like that. But I guess, um, yeah, with, with most of our customers, what we try to reiterate is that with every decision they're looking at that may change their energy usage or their shape, just get into contact so that we can talk through things. You know, if you're wanting to put an extra shift on, you know, is it better to do that as an overnight shift, a weekend shift? You know, how is this going to interact with your contract? Do you have load shape obligations? Do you, you know, there's, there's all sorts of considerations um, that really interact with with your energy procurement and and, and your, your your building items that sort of need to be considered yeah and no, i think that's i think that's that's really good advice and it's awesome that you guys are there to to be able to support uh in that because obviously people really focus on uh the operational aspects and and again throughputs and and revenue and those sorts of things that are associated with it, adding an extra extra shift on um, but there are costs that, that aren't necessarily considered in, in uh, those exercises. So I think it is important that people do stop and, and consider the energy components um, and, and what that ultimately looks like and, and reach out to somebody like Peter or, or Kevin and, um, and get that support because it, it may make a significant difference and that's something that you just may not have considered. Um, so so that's, all, that's all really good. Um, I mean, take me take, – I know in, our, in some of our conversations you've mentioned that obviously everything that you do is highly – uh, customizable and specific to the individual client that you're working with. Um, people have different yep. parameters, different needs. Um, they, uh, yeah, have different, um, uh, you know, different shift structures, uh, different machinery, all that sort of stuff. So it obviously makes a makes a difference. Um, but uh, yeah, take us through uh, a bit of an example uh, of something that you may have done uh, with a with a customer to give everybody a bit of an overview as to sort of how it can work. Okay. Um... So we had a customer in South Australia who identified to us that they've got, you know, a huge amount of flexibility in the operation of, of certain equipment, which was probably made up about 80% of their load. Um, so this customer came to us and said, you know, what are the different tariff structures? So the network charges, as I was saying earlier, make up around about 50% of the bill. 
um, and and there are different structures within the South Australian network where you know one tariff has a high fixed component, another a high energy component, and another a high demand component. Um, but the demand components during certain windows of the day. Um, so what this what we helped um, identify was the certain periods that the customer could operate. We worked with them and their electrician PLC programmer to automate their equipment to operate outside of those windows and then they'd come in and you know pick and pack the produce that was being automatically sort of created overnight. Um, we went through to the retailer, requested the tariff change. After a month or so of operation, we went and asked for a demand reset using the appropriate sort of paperwork and, and, and justification um, and showing the load profile change in the last couple of months, which sort of brought forward the savings that were forecasted to start 12 months after because it's sort of a rolling 12-month demand charge. And it led to a 25% reduction in network charges, which was around, I think around 30K per annum um, when it was first implemented. So it, this yeah, is wow. just... You know, an example with a pretty extreme case of a customer with flexible load, but this sort of applies, you know, it, it, this one was a bit more complex, but if if you have something as simple as sequencing equipment, you know, in the, the hour before a demand window commences and, and then, you know, justifying to the network that this has been implemented and then, and then sort of asking for that demand reset, you can have a really meaningful outcome from a cost perspective um, without a huge amount of changes being you know made from an operational perspective so you know these things sort of the more you put into it the more you'll probably get out but there are sort of low hanging fruit so to speak um, with, with opportunities that you can sort of implement relatively quickly um, and and you know, become a lot more actively engaged with with how your energy is sort of being charged, which which yeah. is really handy. Yeah, I mean, who doesn't want a a thirty percent bonus um, on and and yeah. without significant yeah. change to to operations? I think um, that that cost reduction uh, speaks volumes. So, um, so that's cool, awesome. All right, so let's let's turn our attention to. Uh, the event. Let's build up a bit of excitement. Uh, give people yep. a reason why they should come down and, and listen to yourself and and Kevin. But um, I know it's yep. I know the uh, I guess the information that you're going to be talking about is on our website and all of our promotional material. But let's give everybody uh, I guess an overview as to what they can expect to to hear from you guys. Okay, uh, so I guess to start with, we'll, we'll give sort of an introduction to to the market. It, now this will be pretty quick. Um, there'll be some you know energy users and, and manufacturers in the group will understand um, most of these topics, but we just really want to draw on the five-minute settlement spot market for electricity, how retailers sort of hedge um, your load so that they're financially like, safe against that five-minute spot market and how that's all wrapped up into sort of an energy contract. So we just want to sort of show that landscape and that sort of um, process so that customers can get an understanding of, of where they fit into. Um, so when, we'll also sort of focus on the bill and those sort of three sections that I was talking about earlier and address different ways that you can look at your own usage and how they can be assessed and optimised and improved. So we'll go through a whole range of different examples of, of ways that you can improve your energy um, costs 
but also some unintended consequences from implementing certain solutions, which we think don't get necessarily discussed enough, um, but you know will probably help in decision making and just, I guess, not overemphasizing our own sort of worth, but just give you an understanding that you know having open discussions early about unintended consequences of certain solutions um, being really important. We'll also draw on some data that we've been pulling over a period of time on things like um, network charges in different network areas. Um, so that's state to state and then also interstate. So for example, Victoria's got five um, network areas. The difference in charges from one to another could have a really meaningful impact on you know where you decide to uh, you know build a new site things like that yeah. so this sort of information is super useful um, we'll go into briefly just talking about offsetting and and some of the education pieces we we go through with customers there just as a high level and then we'll get kev to go through a, a sort of a market update what what some of the the uh, upside and downside sort of drivers are for, for prices over the short and medium term yeah, cool, fantastic. Well, I think I think people are um, the, the 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 noise that I'm hearing so far is people are excited. It, it is something that um, is is a challenge. Um, and and again, I love that there's not just the, the brokerage component, but it's it's strategizing around how to improve um, operations that matches the uh, cost reduction associated with energy as well. Um, because uh, yeah, I think that's just as if not more important than the um, than the rate itself. So. Um, yeah, really looking forward to, to that. But uh, for everybody listening today, um, what's up one small sort of thing or, or even big thing um, that you could give them advice on to, to take away and, and look at within their business right now? I, I just become familiar with all the separate bill items. Um, you know, if you charge a capacity charge, understanding what that means, demand charges, what sort of windows they operate within so that you know, when, when you are making decisions moving forward, um, you can at least have that at the back of your mind for for what that may affect um, as far as your costs go. Most of the businesses we work with, energy's, you know, third, maybe fourth highest operational expense outside of staffing and, and, and you know, raw material, things like that. So, you know, it, it should be considered um, with a lot of decisions that get made around around output. Yeah, cool. Fantastic. All right. So so make sure you do that. Um, and how, if anybody's sort of jumping at the bit after listening to this and wanting to get in touch with yourself, Peter or, or Kevin or even Lee, um, to, to start these conversations early on, uh, how can they reach you guys? Uh, just jump on to selectricity.com. Um, Kevin, my email and phone numbers are located there. And yeah, either of us are happy to take a call and, and very competent at answering questions. And if not, we'll defer to the other. <laughs> <laughs> no, good, good. Defer to the Brains Trust. That's good. No, excellent. Well, yep. look, Peter, I, I really appreciate your time today. I know you're a busy, very busy person, so I don't want to take up any more of it, but uh, yeah, if you if you have any interest in uh, what Peter was talking about today, I know, albeit high level, um, we want to save all the good stuff for the event on the uh, on the fifth of March. So make sure you get down there. Um, check out the www.australianmanufacturingassociation.com.au website um, for more information. 
um, or feel free to, to shoot, shoot shoot an email through to myself. But uh, really looking forward to having yourself, Kevin and, and Lee down there, uh, Peter, and um, yeah, giving giving everybody a bit of a an overview as to how they can start to optimize their operations to, to reduce costs. Um, but like I said, any questions in the meantime, uh, selectricity.com, uh, reach out to Peter, Kevin, uh, and they'll be able to answer any of your questions. If you want to register for the event, 5th of March, 2 p.m. to 5 p.m., uh, and it'll be held in South Melbourne in Victoria. Peter, again, thank you very much for your time. Um, really appreciate you, you spending it with me. Thanks very much, Steve. It's